What is a conspiracy theory and what are the motives for a conspiracy theorist? Hello and welcome to another episode of Truth Be Told. Before I start, thanks to our local lads, Ocean Colour Scene, for the intro music. What a fucking band they are. So, what is a conspiracy theory? And what are the motives of a conspiracy theorist? It's just going to be a, a short podcast today, but it's an extremely important topic. I think one of the reasons people just don't question things these days is because they are so fucking scared to be labelled by their peers as conspiracy theorists. There is, of course, nothing to be frightened of, as most people have been psychologically prepared to understand the types of conversations we have, or we shouldn't even be listened to, let alone given airtime to reach the masses. The types of conversations I'm talking about are essentially just questioning people in power and their true motives. This is how crazy the world now is, as the very people who talked about free speech 30 years ago are the very same people that are against it today. There should be nothing wrong with questioning groups in power and how they wield their power over society. This raises the spectre of the term conspiracy theory, which is quite ridiculous when you look at it, when you look at it from a broader historical perspective anyway. There have always been ruling oligarchs and factions that have wielded some degree of power over society. If you think about it, it's only been in the last 20 to 30 years that it's been an expression of derogatory madness that questioning these groups of power became known through society as the conspiracy theory. So if we put it in that historical perspective, then people might just have a better chance of escaping that mental trap. It is just a rhetorical trap that people try to throw you in. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, which they ultimately, ultimately understand as we don't have to listen to a word you say. And we don't have to believe a word you say. It has been used as a weapon against people with questions to a devastating effect. And in this day and age, we have to disarm that phrase. Yes, we theorise about conspiracies using facts and details we use to construct these theories. There are our hypotheses put up against reality, tested against reality, if you will. So we need to embrace the term conspiracy theory instead of being afraid of it. We need to claim back the very language used against us. Another point to put across for us groups that question authority is how do we 
deconstruct the news as to actually understand it. Unfortunately, it's not a simple process. There is no quick solution for coming to the truth of a story, especially the truth about any political or geopolitical or economic import. It's going to be clouded by several layers of obfuscation and you're probably not going to get a truth simply presented in its raw form. You're going to get spin and bias from one side or another or one way or another. So the question is, how do you start to balance out the, base, uh, the biases and all the spin and try and arrive at some more, uh, something more akin to the truth? I think the way to do this is by looking at the context, contextualizing information, because information on its own or by itself is virtually useless. But information in a context, you can paint a narrative, you can start to paint a picture. It can reveal something deeper about what the significance is about the information. In this day and age where information is abundance, but wisdom and understanding of that information is unfortunately a limited supply. What do we do? What we do is essentially cast our net far and wide to look at different sources of information. That's all we do. We try and triangulate the information. So when we get a piece of raw data, even if that raw data is verifiably true, for example, this happened at this location, then we question what that means. We have to approach it from all directions, get different takes on the situation. Working a news story this way can be quite overwhelming when you first start deconstructing it. But it is a process where as you follow news stories, it's better understood the more angles you come from for instance if you're interested in the russia ukraine war right now for example it would certainly help to understand ukraine's history for the last 30 years instead of just listening to the bbc for instance the bbc news on the subject which would leave you you know your unsuspecting mind full of spin and bias like I said, searching for the truth is no easy process. It's time consuming and it's a lot of hard work. But I think some of us thrive at the process of finding it, which is why the world at the moment is full of people like us. People that not only crave the truth, but enjoy the process in finding it. If we don't want our identity to be subsumed by what the media is telling us, we have to reconstruct that information and reality for ourselves. In order to do that, we have to reach out to multiple sources of information and put that information in the right context. Only when we do that can we understand a story far better than any newsreader tells us what to believe. So there you have it. I told you it was going to be a short one today, but that in itself are the motives of a conspiracy theorist. Until next time, toodle fucking do.